adventure. Adventure. Do you like adventure? Ooh, adventure. Adventure. Do you like adventure? Adventure. Adventure. Do you like adventure? Do you like to start out and not know where you're going? Do you like to drive off and not know where you're going? Do you like to stop somewhere and not really know what is there? Adventure. Adventure. Do you like adventure? Do you like to try something you've never had before? Do you like to talk to someone you never knew before? Adventure. Adventure. We're going on adventures. Well, I've gone on some little driving road trip adventures lately. I'm really enjoyed it. And it all started with Walter Mitty, a movie that I very much enjoyed that made me want to have some adventures of my own. And by God, I've done it. As my grandmother would say, by God, hell, I had adventures by God. Hell, I had adventures by God. Anyway. Now, Bears the movie is out. What do we think? <laughs> um, I went to an unspecified film with my nephew and both my nephews yesterday, young boys, and um, they, one of them, they're twins, one of them did not like the movie, and here's how he indicated that. In the movie, he goes, Mama, I don't like this. I don't like this movie. Oh my God, living the dream parts one through 10. Everything they do is like, I mean, why must people get socialized? One of my interests is feral children. If you have one, please call the show. Um, I keep seeing these articles where I'm just like, could you please call this podcast? I mean, there was a family, I think it was somewhere in England, but I don't understand why they have a lion attraction in England. But anyway, it's like they created some kind of Serengeti or some shit. And this family was driving through um, a bunch of lions, from what I understand, and their car started flaming. <laughs> started exploding and then the rangers told them to stay in the car now talk about a situation do you stay in the car and explode to death or do you face those lions so just tons of tragedies hollywood is going through a lot right now let's just say it's looking like perhaps executives are not trustworthy okay um, <laughs> all right, so guys, yeah, right. I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. I mean, if I have a fucking cavity, I don't know. My dentist was so, I hate when someone's like a professional and they're just so cool as a cucumber. Like I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I feel this feeling like my tooth feels sticky is the only way I can describe it. Like it feels like sometimes it just feels sticky. So, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't sound like anything. It doesn't sound like any uh, symptoms I've ever heard of. I'm like, hi. Yeah, you might want to come in. But yeah, doesn't sound like it. I'm like, all right, cool as a cuke. We got it. You're so chill about my sticky tooth. Meanwhile, I'm on tour with Yasser just going, uh, my tooth feels sticky. My tooth feels sticky. My tooth feels sticky. And pretty soon I feel like it might turn into taffy or some shit 
today is Earth Day. Um, you know, it's cool to record on such a special day. If you haven't already, check out my environmental message that I recorded. I think the Brooklyn Nine-Nine Twitter account did go ahead and tweet it. Uh, you can see a video. It's a very brief commitment. A lot of people saying it's not funny, but hey, when the earth is at stake, I don't think funny's the point, right? The average person throws out over 90,000 pounds of trash in a lifetime. Do your best to reduce, reuse, and recycle. Green it. Mean it. I feel I nailed it. At the end, I say green it. Mean it. Which might be my favorite part of it. Um, Might be a favorite quote of mine from now until eternity. Green it. Mean it. Call from... Cody. Tick. Cody. Chelsea. Cody. Chelsea. What's up, man? Do you have Lyme disease? What was that? Do you have Lyme disease? I don't. I do have a question for you, though. Uh, what is it? Oh no! Should I have should I have Lyme disease? I mean, ideally, but what's the question? Um, I want. Well, it's not really a question. I wanted to talk to you about Mad Men. Have you seen the new season yet? No, I haven't. And honestly, I'm kind no. of don't say anything about it. But I am kind of shocked because I didn't see anything on Twitter about it or anything before it started again. Seriously? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Have I. You- did you hear all the news about the big, like, two-year split they're doing? No. No, they're splitting the season. Instead of doing, like, a regular 13-episode season, they're splitting it into two years and doing seven episodes this year and seven episodes next year. Hmm. So... Isn't that weird? Why? Is someone pregnant or something? Um, because they want to drag it out longer. Hmm. Well, listen, yeah. you know... Yeah. I think that's great taking time with things, you know, on a creative side I think that's cool. On a on a fan side, I just want to be able to watch everything all at once in one night. Well, it's actually not advantageous creatively because they're they already filmed and wrote all the episodes. They're just oh, waiting to release them. Oh, that's uh next year. Nightmare. It's weird. I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. Um, I know. I you know what? I've become a person who watches, I feel like, everything under the sun. I don't even know how to keep up with it all. I'm, like, catching up on Lindsay right now. Lindsay on the uh-huh. OWN Network. Um, I was watching Survivor. I've kind of fallen off, I guess. And then... Wait, Survivor is still happening? Yeah. I thought that it's been, like, 2003. Girl, you're telling me. Okay, my boyfriend got me watching it. I think I watched the first season only. So... This is the first time I'm watching it again, but he had me watching all these shows like Survivor and The Bachelor, like things that I just never watched. So now it's just, um, and then Game of Thrones, which I'm just like, oh my God, I, uh, there was an article, there was an article in the, I'm sorry, um, continue. there was an article about um, Game of Thrones that someone sent to me where the person, the journalist was upset that it deviated from the books and they were mad uh-huh. because there was an incest scene atop a dead child and they were mad that it wasn't a consensual incest scene atop a dead <laughs> child <laughs> like it had been in what? the book. 
they were like, oh, why? Like it happened in the book. Yeah, like in the book. I it, they were just mad that it was incest in general. No, they, they were just mad about the continuity. No, they were mad that it was rape incest when they wanted it to oh. be a, a loving incest scene atop a dead body. <laughs> and then they like were. people do. Yes. And then they were mad. There was one other thing that would just struck me as so crazy. There was two. Oh, they were also talking about how Khaleesi had been raped initially by Cal Drogo, but in the book, he explicitly asked for her permission, but she was still a child in the book. So they're like, we want our pedophilia to be consensual, quote unquote. As long as it's consensual. Yeah. Like it was just the weirdest article. I'm like, God, people's ideas of morality are becoming so bizarre that I don't even understand like what, what someone has to say anymore about creative things. It's so bizarre. Anyway, so um, do you do you um, watch it on? Is it on HBO? Do you what? have HBO or do you just torrent it? Mm-hmm. I have HBO. I splurged. It's um, it's actually I don't know. I'm like on the fence sometimes with that show because I really do feel like there's so many themes that only a mentally ill person would write and explore. That's but, what I hear about it. I hear yes. it's actually kind of a weird show. So, so I have one more thing for you. Okay. If that's okay, if we have time. Is that a new sound effect? Yes, it is, good man. Huzzah. Um, I need advice from you. Bong. Bong! <laughs> can, I, can I ask? Yes. Yes. Okay, I am going to college next year, and I don't know where to go to college. I have two options. What are your two options, sir? (laughs) Now, do with that information what you will. No, it's either the state school, where I have a full ride to, or it's my dream school, which is more expensive. (laughs) Oh, man, there's a little bit of a delay on my sound effects. Wait, what's your dream dream school? What's my deal? No, 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 no. What's your dream school? No, no, no. What's What's my dream school? It's Northwestern University. Ah, well, the truth of the matter is, and I do not want to be discouraging, but I really don't feel like college matters that much. I do think it matters. But here's what I think the main thing in college is. Whether you go to a state school or a private school or whatever, you know, you just have to find really cool classes and work hard and try to individualize the process as much as you can. Because a lot of, you know, one thing I found my senior year was I created, you know, unique thesis assignments that like I, you know, professors will sometimes let you do that. I guess maybe that is something that I don't know if every school will do. But anyway, listen. The point of the matter is I really lucked out. No, um, I think that really what college I think really is about is teaching you to research things, giving you follow through, teaching you that you're capable of working really hard to get to a goal. I mean, those are the things that like really stayed with me from college. The actual particular knowledge did not stay with me that much. And it's also socializing. You're, you're basically in this nether world between being a child and being an adult. So it's like this little Mm -hmm. soft launch into adulthood. 
I mean, I was just thinking about college the other day and like how I was talking to my brother about it, like how, you know, I had healthcare in the basement of my dorm and I would like, oh, I have a weird cough. Okay, I'm going down to healthcare. And like, (laughs) then you get out and you're like, oh my God, I have nothing. I have no healthcare. I have no, like no resources. I mean, colleges are just... You know, you have... It's a nice little in-between between between childhood and adulthood. Yeah. Well, you know what they say. I don't. Bong. Bong! (laughs) What a great call. Cool. Very cool. Very, very, very cool. Apparently, my phone lines are clogged or crashed or something has happened. The only other alternative is that no one is calling, but I just can't and don't believe that is the case. I have too much self-love at this point to believe that not one person is trying to call right now. I know in my heart that what's happening is some sort of a problem with the the actual phone system call from annie hello hey girl listen are you the annie who just tweeted that you have an actual lyme disease story um yes that was me (laughs) um perfect (laughs) dude i was on the on my way home from work on the train and i saw you tweet about lyme disease i was like I got this one. I got this one, you know? All right. So, um, so there was this guy, my friend, that I might have accidentally hooked up with a couple times. And, uh, he, like, works outside a lot. His mom was, like, a, I don't know, some, like, nature business. I don't fucking know. But, uh, so I hooked up with him one time, and then I found out later that he had Lyme disease. And I was wait, like, wait, wait, hold up, wait. Okay. Is that an STD nowadays? That was my question. I had no idea. I'm like a hypochondriac, so I was like, what the, like, and I was like, shouldn't he have told me? But I was like, no. No, I don't think it's contagious like that. And you can never be too safe, Chelsea. So So I asked my med student friend, I was like, listen, hypothetically, can you catch Lyme disease from having sex with somebody? And she had to look it up. Turns out, it is not sexually transmitted. Yeah, I mean, I no feel like deal. if it was sexually transmitted, we would have heard about it. Wait, it, that is not the end of your story, is it? Well. You better got a tick in the really mix. Feel like there should be more. You better got a tick in the mix. <laughs> I'm panicking right now. My palms are sweating. Wait a minute. Your tweet was like, I have a non-educational, non-boring story, wasn't it? Well, it said non-boring educational, so... Maybe I was misleading. I meant that it was because, you know, you're like boring and in progress. I didn't want it to be boring, but it might have been. And you know what? Boring and in progress. <laughs> that one? <laughs> yeah, perhaps. <laughs> um, well, 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 major, well, major. Bong. Bong! <laughs> well, if you want me to add more of the educational aspect, turns out. Lots of Lyme disease is now drug resistant. So this kid, my friend, has been tr- having trouble like getting it treated because it like won't go away when it's supposed to or something. God, He's had to I go mean, through like crazy antibiotics, like all this stuff. Do you know like what is a solution? I need a doctor to the phone. 
I mean, how is there all this, like, there's so many diseases now that are antibiotic resistant, and then they're just like, uh, take antibiotics. Well, what right, are, right, right. hey, what world are we creating for our future adopted children? Well, you know, some might say it's a crazy, shitty, antibiotic resistant world, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I don't you're, a hypoc- out. you're a hypochondriac, right? A little bit. What would you think if you had a tooth that felt kind of sticky? Like the bottom of the tooth feels sticky. Sticky. Did you try brushing it and trying to like get whatever gunk uh, on there off? Uh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I never. Oh, what, like a toothbrush? <laughs> I don't know. You're probably dying. So no, I'm just kidding. It might be heart disease. <clears throat> you never know, Chelsea. You, you can just, never be too safe. You can't. You can't. And did you know that Lyme disease is airborne now? What? Just kidding. For real? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> got you, girl. You Careful. had me for a solid. But seriously, people on that one. <laughs> people are really telling me stuff about Lyme disease that is making me scared and scared and scared. And then it's like, oh, there's just too much out there. I gotta go. What is the future going to hold for all of us? How many diseases are going to become antibiotic resistant? What horrible deaths are we going to die as we try to run from technology in the days of no privacy? Call from. To accept, press 1. Do you have Lyme disease? No. <laughs> Damn it. Holy shit. Damn it. I'm sorry. Have you ever I made a ceviche? Have you ever made ceviche? Oh, my friend here has Lyme disease. Do you want to talk to him? Uh, yes, if you don't had mind. It. Had? Yes. Hi. Hey, man, you beat it? Wait, sorry, what was that? You beat Lyme disease? Oh, yeah, I beat Lyme disease. I spent a couple of weeks in crutches, and everyone felt really bad for me. Um, and then my legs stopped set swelling, and everything was better. Oh my it just god. Kind of happens. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow, wow, wow. So, why, how did crutches come into the picture? Please walk us through what did Lyme, first of all, how'd you get it? Um, well, I grew up in Connecticut. Okay. And I you, guess I was exposed to a lot of ticks. You were on and a And I picnic? realized I had Lyme disease because I was trying to walk, but my leg hurt whenever I tried to step on it. <gasps> um, so we went to the doctor and I realized how much my leg had swollen up and the Lyme disease actually impacted my ability to walk. <gasps> oh my God. Wait, and you never had felt a tick bite you or saw a tick or found one? I never found a tick. I mean, I was eight. Oh shit. This was when you were eight? I, yeah, I think I was eight or nine. I was in fourth grade. So this was before the kind of Lyme disease that is now, you know, antibiotic resistant. Yeah, this was old school Lyme disease. That's tight. Um, so, and then what did you do? Antibiotics? You were probably the creator of the the kind that is resistant to antibiotics. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had to take some antibiotics. I mainly just remember having to stand on crutches a lot. That is so crazy. So you eventually got it completely out of your system. I mean, is it something you can completely eradicate? 
I, mean, I think so. It's not like there are like ticks that crawl out of my body during the night or something. No, but some people have it on and off and on and off. Like it's a constantly recurring problem. I mean, it's never happened to me. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it could happen again. God, it's so scary. I don't think so. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Oh, we were wondering if you were still there. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm just musing. Call from. You do it, okay? To accept. Mm, hello? Hello? Oh, my gosh. Should I get through? Yes. Now, do you go oh camping? Oh, my gosh. I got through. Is this Chelsea Peretti? Do you go camping? Or are you scared oh, that I, you would well, be? I was actually calling about ceviche. Oh, okay. I accept. What's your deal? Okay. Okay. So, what's your version of ceviche? Well, I only like eating it, and I've never attempted making it, but I bought a bunch of ingredients to do so. So, I was hoping if anyone had any tips, I would be open minded. I would, you know, I will say when I eat ceviche, I frequently think that the fish I like is snapper. Okay. Well, I'm Mexican. Oh, so. wonderful. Hold on. Hold on. Um, I know. Hold on. I know. Um, this is just what so, I needed. Okay. So I, I think we buy ours, but my parents said that it's like lemon and it just cooks the fish, but yes. I don't know what kind of fish it is exactly. Well, gotta get that but, intel okay. from your parents. You want me to ask them right yes. now? Yes, yes, please. Okay, hold on. Dad, what kind of fish do you use for ceviche? Que tipo de pescado? He says tilapia. Tilapia for ceviche, okay. I thought tilapia was like a drier fish or something. I don't know. Well, I guess the the lemon juice would cook it. Mm, yes. Well, I am very... Does he put cilantro in it or no? Yeah. Cilantro and onion and I think tomato. Now, didn't you say that you guys buy it and you don't make it? Well, yeah, but sometimes... Yeah, but we buy it with that. So. Okay. I think that... Okay, which leads me to another question. <laughs> yes. Okay. Shrimp <laughs> cocktail. How do you have it? Uh, well, here's the thing. Speaking of ceviche, you know there's that shrimp ceviche where it's... Yes. Yes. Yeah. I prefer the fish ceviche, I think. And shrimp cocktail, I don't ever understand exactly what shrimp cocktail means. I like the chilled shrimps and I dip them in the spicy cocktail sauce and put lemon on it or horseradish or something. I just like... I like lemon and spice and tang. Okay. What do you do? Well, because... Here's what my mom does is she puts like a bunch of shrimp and stuff mm-hmm. and then and like clams and she puts it in um ketchup. Mm-hmm. So that's what she does. And then like of course like lemon and like avocado and mm-hmm. things. But whenever I go to like restaurants, it's always really watery and runny and that's not Oh, so you guys, but see, I were like ketchup. I feel like it would be so sweet. I like things again that are the aforementioned tart. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where you put tapatio in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has a lot of mm-hmm. spice. Um, Frank's is a sauce that has a lot of tartness to it, and I'm always going to go Frank's if I have the opportunity. Okay, I've never heard of that. Uh, Frank's Red Hot. Shout out to Frank's Red Hot. 
This is an okay. Event. Also, another question, <laughs> if it's okay. Yes. Okay. Why was San Francisco canceled? Well, my dear friend, are you calling from the Bay Area? Uh, I am. Do you know what Sel- where Salinas is? Yes, I do. Oh my God! Yeah, that's where I'm calling calling from. Okay, so here's the deal, girl brand. Those seats are going to be rescheduled. It's going to be announced this week, and it's going to be something extra cool. So, do we get a meet and greet? Every cloud has its thorn. That's the pessimist song. Every <laughs> cloud has its thorn. That means there's no respite from the darkness and the pain. Um. Anyway, so yes, there's going to be, it's all going to be announced this week. I'm very excited about it. And hopefully you will be as well. And, you know, I felt bad about it, but it was, there was a logic to it and a reason behind it. And um, I'm excited for us all to move forward with this solution that we've come up with. Yes, because um, I've like been a huge fan since like, oh my gosh, forever, but I can never see you because I wasn't legal. And then I was legal, but I didn't have a car. And my friend is like a year younger than me, so he couldn't come with me. But now we're both legal and we both have all our shit together. And then you canceled and we're like, okay, then. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I fucking hate. I like, I honestly was like, I was really stressed about it and I'm excited and hope that now it all will work out really well. We're trying to take care of everyone, you know, who was inconvenienced by it. And I do hate when I'm planning for something or excited about something and it, and then it, something happens where I can't do it. And I totally understand. And I hope that, you know, people will feel taken care of and um, have a great time when we get to do it together. So do we get like an autograph? I mean, what is an autograph really at the end of the day? <laughs> <laughs> Your amazing left-handed penmanship, maybe? But seriously. I Honestly, I don't really understand like the power of the autograph because doesn't it mean what? nothing? I don't know. Honestly, like even like I love, for example, Bill Murray. But if I saw Bill Murray, I who I've never met, I just feel like getting his autograph wouldn't mean anything to me. Like I, I feel like what would mean something is like a a meaningful exchange of some kind, but also you can't force that, you know? So I don't know. I just think it's an interesting phenomenon, the autograph thing. I mean, look, (sighs) (laughs) Uh, maybe I don't think, I mean, I think it would be presumptuous to assume that everyone would really want that. No, yeah, they would. Okay, they would, and they would want a picture, and like some people would be really creepy and like want a flock of your hair or something. But you're really wheeling and dealing. You're really wheeling and dealing here, girl. Really, because I'm like really nervous right now, and I'm like freaking out, and I've like tried calling so many times. I like your ceviche fake out, but um, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how my ceviche turns out. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to party really hard in the Bay Area, and it's going to be super cool. So I think that... Yes. Oh, I wanted to say my name because usually when I listen to the podcast, like you ask, like, what's your name, caller? And then they just like never say their name, and then it's just like left loading. So I just want to say my name, Noemi. And can I I send a shout out, please? Because I'm like really enthusiastic. Mm, Fine. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> it might even get cut, though, so it doesn't matter. But no, no, I, I won't. I want to say a shout-out to my dear friend, Adrian. Adrian, shout-out to you, okay? Is it Grenier? Adrian Grenier? Uh, no, it, no, his last name is Flores. Adrian Flores. Thank you for listening, okay? Shout-out received, hopefully, all right? Okay, we'll have, see you in San Francisco. You have no other shout-outs? Uh, wait. No, he's like... Okay. Well, do you want me to shout out my parents for the? Okay, but wait. I'm going to give you a sound cue, and then at the end of the sound cue, you give them your shout out. Your parents, okay? First names only. Give them just first names. All right. Oh, we already know your last name. Maybe I don't know. All right. Sound cue, and then announcement of shout outs. Shout out to my parents, Victor and Anna. (laughs) Oh, man, that is a tight little shout out setup. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. You know, I want to I want to round the clock masseuse. Is that relatable? (laughs) you know hot baths i try to convince myself that a hot bath is really helpful on like tight muscles and guess what massages are better call from john hello Sophie. yeah how the hell are you i'm good how are you i'm well thanks I have a murder story for you. That's me driving to go get an extra tape recorder. And (laughs) there's me coming back. Okay. Got two recording devices on you. Let's go. Okay, so just know in advance, just know in advance that anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. Yes, totally. Um, So I'm a college student, and for my one of my uh, communication classes, I had to make like this family tree, like genealogy chart. And so I was talking to my mom about it because like I needed my family history, and I found out that (laughs) my my So my in the 1960s, she was like in her 40s, and she was killed by her <laughs> her 15 year old neighbor boy killed her because he was supposedly like in love with her, and so one day he walked over to her house and he hit her over the head with a granite paperweight. Oh God, that's awful. That's only part of the story. So my mom was telling me, I was like, that's really fucked up. And my mom was telling me that he was only 15 when it happened. So he didn't get like a full sentence or whatever. Like he went to like juvie or whatever. And then, so I was like, I did the math and I was like, he's in his sixties now. So is he like still alive somewhere? And she said, yeah. And she said that, um, the, my, said that he was at a restaurant like decades after she she was murdered and he looked up from across the room and he saw like the face like he saw the man like <gasps> years later who had murdered his 
and he was with at the restaurant. So like his they were at the restaurant together, and the mom and they saw the man who like murdered her. And so my mom said that he said that he like got his out of there right away because he said that if his being that man in the restaurant would have killed him right there. Oh my god, I feel awful right now. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be the go-to for these kind of stories anymore. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Though? I mean, that's so upsetting. I know, and like I had to write like a report about it, and and like there's symbols on like the GNL. Like I was following like this chart in a textbook, like symbols, and I was like, "There's no symbol for like murdered by a 15 year old." <laughs> it was so it was like crazy though. Like I couldn't stop thinking about it. Bong. Bong! <laughs> that is so fucking dark-sided i don't even know what to say i honestly I like, like that was my reaction because like like I, I know that it happened but like not until like i talked to my mom about this assignment did like i really think about like this dude is still living like he's still like we're from st louis he's still living somewhere in st louis just like living a normal life and it's he sickening my great aunt I don't understand sentencing. Like, I don't understand how the law works and like who, like just in so many ways, it just seems like criminals are protected in ways that you would never think. Yeah. And he was only like, he was 15. So like I, he was like considered a minor, but like if he was only like a few years, a few years older, like would he have gone away for life if he was like tried as an adult? Like, I don't really understand like how, well, it's interesting that you talk about this because a friend of mine made a documentary about teen murderers who have life sentences and it's coming out in June. I'm going to have him on the podcast to talk about it, but it's called Lost for Life. And it brings these kind of questions up, which is like, you know, he gets access to really high security prisons and he interviews people who are in jail for life who are murderers and they're young people. And, you know, many of them were abused as children um, in horrific ways and things like that. And it's just this weird, it, it really makes the whole question, I mean, morality is just very confusing in that context. Like if someone was horribly abused as a child their whole life and then they kill their abuser and then they serve, yeah. they serve a life sentence, like that's just such a bizarre thing to even try to process. It's very um, thought provoking and it's it's really well done. Yeah, and I was wondering too, like how do you, Cause like he's still alive, like in his sixties or whatever. Like, how do you move on from that? Even if like he get, you like, know what you do, you talk about it on podcasts. You talk about it on podcasts <laughs> until he hears about it and then comes and locates you. I mean, don't you have any concern about that? Like that he you guys live in the same locality. I mean, I didn't. I guess I didn't think about that. Hmm. I don't know because I guess he could like technically like find. I mean, I'm. I feel you like know what we'll do? Like, like, we'll beep out. We'll beep out where you said you live. Well, we live. I think he lives like from us. Yeah, that's a drive. That's a short yeah. drive. So we'll beep that out. <laughs> and God, that's so crazy, man. It's just no. I'm. I know. It's. I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like. It was just so like mind blowing to me that that not only that like someone would do that, but like I mean you hear about like crazy shit like that all the time, but that like your own family like I don't know. Yeah, 
That's a trip, man. Well, I don't know. I feel like I can't even trigger a jackpot for that. That's just fucking creepy. I mean, I am looking for a bear attack. I'm looking for Lyme disease. <laughs> this is the <laughs> this is the one know, rare I wish, case. I wish I had a bear in there somewhere, but <laughs> where murder is really uh, bumming out and harshing my vibe. But sorry to your family, and no, honestly, the way you get through that is a lot of therapy. That's a that's, that's a th- that's a therapy thing, and. I mean, honestly, I wonder what other members of your family did, because that just sounds like such a crazy traumatic event. You guys need to watch. Well, my mom said that they like, they like never, like, my mom was like years old when it happened. Like she grew up, like she had, she had like very vague memories of her, but she just said that like they never talked about it. Like it was just too painful. Like they couldn't even talk about it. God, you should watch all of you watch a Yanla fix my life on own. It's about to start up again. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't do any paid ads on this show as of now. No, I started. I've never watched it, but I started following her on Twitter because you talk about her so much on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I favorite. I her tweets are incredible. I favorite yes. her tweets all the time. Yes. And all like really at the end of the day, as snarky and as ironic as everyone is and so clever and witty. At the end of the day, we all want to have faith in something. We all want to feel that love is in the air. Love is possible. (laughs) So So, I don't know. And I see that with kids, too. It's like, you know, I see that like where it's just like they want to believe in something. And I I don't know. I just think, you know, we're I don't know. Either we're all going to die in an earthquake or something really beautiful is going to happen. I don't know. Um, I just want to say I'm a big fan. And do you remember that picture? I tweeted a picture of you at you once of your face photoshopped onto Oscar Wilde's body. Because hmm. you tweeted like we should all be like Oscar Wilde, uh, be gay and die penniless. Oh, God, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and so I tweeted your head on his body and it actually looked really good <laughs> i look like him kind of i guess oh wait that is I mean, such a, a funny look. tweet <laughs> let's go back to that tweet though that is great um it was on your tumblr too that's crazy that i wrote something so powerful <laughs> <laughs> no honestly it's crazy that i don't even remember that at all i mean, well, I mean you, people tweet at you probably so much like I saw that tweet today of the person tweeting to you about like her sister getting married. It's like the seemed legitimate. <laughs> yeah, the the classic thing where someone's like, "We are a huge fan. Please retweet into it," and then you look and they've said that to like fifteen thousand people on Twitter. And yeah, like, I see those tweets. Like sometimes I follow Katie Couric on Twitter, okay. and she'll always retweet like people who tweet at her saying like, "My brother has cancer. Can you retweet to like yeah. spread the word?" And then I'll look at their profile and they're tweeting that to like all these celebrities. I know. Sometimes people don't realize that. My feeling about that is that, you know, at some point, um, I will, uh, whatever my, I just think that like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blindly, I need to research things before I support them. Cause you have no idea who anyone is on the internet or what their cause really is. And I need things yeah. to be vetted before I, um, like support them because I'm scared it might be some evil person or some weird fraudulent thing. But um, there was one I retweeted of which was like a mom saying that her son has Asperger's and he loves when the, the visitor, you know, the stat, the, what is that shit called? It used to be so prevalent in the internet web counter, 
you know, like when his hits, oh, would, yeah. she said he had autism and then when the hits go up, he like gets really excited and something about that. I love, I oh, mean, I, I mean, I wish that, I don't know if that was real or not, but I just loved it. And I love the idea of him getting so amped off that. And like, it would be such a cool project to get just tons and tons of people to go visit his site so he can flip out. Yeah. That's like, I saw this video once of like, I guess, I guess it was like the Make-A-Wish Foundation where this girl had cancer. She was like 12 years old or something, and she only had like a few months to live. And her dream was to dance with Beyonce. Oh, my God. And then at one of Beyonce's concerts, I think it was when she was singing Halo, she like flew over on like a trapeze across like the, the concert stadium and like hugged this little girl and like sang to her. I mean, I will cry right now. I like here's I, I, what I'll I don't. Tweet it at you. I cried for like tweet an it hour to me, please do. Yes, tweet it to me. I just like I don't understand sometimes. Like that's what I feel like with Beyonce. It's like that thing of just being a superstar. Like how is she not weeping onto that girl? Like I would be a fucking mess. <laughs> I know. Well, like I was like, and then like I was trying to picture like Beyonce's mindset in that moment. Like this girl's dying wish was to meet me. Like that, like I can't imagine like someone dying wish like just to spend like two seconds with me, I and can. that was her wish. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, that would be my dying wish to spend like two seconds with Chelsea Peretti, but I'd fucking be cracking you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, hold up, before you go down. You're going to be cracking up, little buddy. <laughs> you ticklish. Things of that nature. Um, but listen, um, RIP <laughs> all the people that have come up in this call. And please do stay strong. You got to have faith. You got to pray. You got to make gratitude lists and really realize how lucky we are to just have our health and happiness on any given day. That's so true. Well, my grandma, like uh, the sister of the woman who died, she would always say, and like my mom still says, because she learned from her, she would always say, if you have your health, you have everything. It's so true. so true. It's so true. So true. Please stay strong in my best to you and yours in 2014. (laughs) In 2014, I hope your family reaps blessings happiness and peace happy 2014 everyone green it mean it green it mean it call from who to accept hello one to send a voicemail Uh uh-oh uh-oh hello hello oh Hello. Have you ever made ceviche? Do you have Lyme disease? Do you have a bear attack story? Are you currently in Paris? Do you... No, I wish. I wish. Should but I go I to do Paris? some advice. Okay. Okay. So guess what? I'm getting married next month. Okay. A lot of people doing it. That's true. It's true. But I'm excited but I'm also a little nervous. Have you seen The Runaway Bride? <laughs> yes, but I'm not nervous about that. I'm nervous because, okay, this is going to get really personal really quick. Cool. Are you cool with that? Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never done it. 
You're a virgin. You're a virgin. Yeah. I'm excited, but so nervous. I know what to do. (laughs) Right before you take your underoos off, cue up a little music. (laughs) AKA music. <laughs> That's your underwear. Then you look at him coyly and, and fling it around the room. While yeah. The music is then once the underwear are off, you look at him coyly. You latch one finger under the back of your bra strap and you say to him, "Bra strap." <gasps> But then you're like, ooh, but you do then that what thing. If he's like, no, but wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what you do, okay, you've just unhooked it, but then you clasp it to your chest. You don't let it fall off them nippers. You don't, <laughs> you don't let it fa- fall off them nippers. You're holding it, and then you're looking at them. You put a finger over your mouth, like you make a little lippy, kissy face, and you put one finger like, shh, and then you go. <laughs> Then you let that bra drop and then you start running at him full force, sprinting towards him like a wild boar. And you just Just learn about him. Mm -hmm. Knock him out cold. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You feel a little less scared now? (laughs) Yes. Then he plays the Zen music and it's like karma. Everything is balanced in the world. Everything is good. Guess, guess where we're going for our honeymoon? Can I tell you? Where? Iceland. Iceland. Like in Walter Mitty. Is that Iceland? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we actually decided before that movie, and then we went to see it, and I had a little teardrop. Yeah. So pretty. Wasn't it? And it made me and my boyfriend want to go to Iceland too, which had never, you know, I I don't like being cold. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, what is your plan to do while you're there? Besides. Well, have lots of sex, obviously. I mean. Spoken like a true non-experienced person. Now, why haven't you had sex? What? Why? Haven't you had sex? Um, it's just kind of the choice that we made. We are religious, so that plays into it. But it wasn't really like a pressure thing like it is for a lot of people, like from their parents or whatever. It's just kind of something we both felt before we started dating. And then we kind of found each other and both felt the same thing. So that was cool. Bong. Bong. 
<laughs> I mean, I have That's to say, exactly how I there's something very romantic about that. I do like the idea of, you know, uh, high school sweethearts or like soulmates and you go down this path together and blah, 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 blah. It's, it's an interesting right. throwback to days of yore. Is that an expression? <laughs> so, Definitely. I mean, I That's would love so. it if you would call back and just update us once you've consummated uh-huh. it and let us know how did it go. Should I call, like, from Iceland the day after? Yes. Be like, Chelsea, it was terrible. No, but now, are you one of those people who's done everything but? No, I haven't. We've, we've only kissed. That's cool, man. <laughs> so you asked what you're going to do in Iceland. We don't really know. We're going to like, I don't know. I have this book and it has all these cool restaurants and stuff. What is the food like? It's like, is it meat or something? Like what do people in Iceland? Yeah. And very seafood oriented. Oh, right. So right. my fiance is, is very like into trying all kinds of different foods. So he's like, bring on the whale blubber. Let's make sure it's fermented. Well, you know what and that I'm means. Like, you know what that means, girl. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, it means. What, what? Nope. It means he's going to be. In my experience, someone who's experimental with food is an experimental lover. Okay, oh, your attitude yeah. towards <sighs> open mindedness, <laughs> let's say may lead you to be a better lover. So next time you eat with a finicky eater, you go ahead and cancel that date, babe. Because he's not going to be fun in the sack. You read me? I mean, I think I'm a pretty experimental eater, so I guess that's a good sign. I don't know. Yeah. hope it's a good sign. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Lully, lully. We just won't have super stinky breath the whole time, though. Just eat that mackerel. Killing killing that mood instantaneously. Hey, eat that marital mackerel. Peace be with you, 2014. (laughs) Call from... Rice. To accept, press... Where am I? I need water. Okay. I found time. Did uh, talk about Lyme disease? I had a teacher in middle school who had Lyme disease. Are you under 10 blankets? <laughs> I mean, is there a way you could elevate yourself and just get into a seated position? <laughs> I am in bed. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to you right now. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm just uh, quiet. Uh, yeah, yeah, for those of you who think that when you answer the phone from your bed that you're able to sound like you're not, uh, think again. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, but, sorry to, 
teacher in middle school had Lyme disease, and he was a tasty guy, and it's a weird disease to have. Mm, that's the beginning of your story, right? <laughs> <laughs> also the end. No! Yep. Listen, uh, let me try to wake you up with a little bit of a greeting. Good morning! Good morning! You feel more refreshed? Uh, yeah, I do now. Hold on, here's your anthem. so funny that I'm like, thank you, bye. And the song's still like, I mean, it really enveloped me in its warmth. Enveloped. It enveloped me. I seriously never know how to pronounce words. Like one of them being comparable, comparable. I just feel it should be comparable. I don't want to say comparable. (sighs) Have we already talked about this? Oh God, I'm becoming Pete Holmes. Hey, Poppy, Poppy, please be quiet. All right, fine. You got me. Call from Troy. Helen of Chelsea. Helen of Chelsea. Helen of. Chelsea? Helen of Troy! What's up? Chelsea, oh my god. (laughs) Can I just tell you that my recent call list looks like I am like trying to kill you because I've called 78 times. A million times. Thank you for your love. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, I have a question for you. Okay. I want to know if you saw, you probably got this question like all day. You're probably sick of hearing it, but if you've seen. Am I a model? No, I'm actually, oh. I started in stand up and. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if you've seen the preview for Mimi's like tape from love and hip-hop and what you think for wait mimi's sex tape no i want to i wish someone would tweet me a link to it i want to see mimi's sex tape um consider it done okay thanks (laughs) 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 i want a personal assistant who says that all the time consider it done (laughs) wait are you watching Lindsay on own more 
I'm watching Lindsay on all, like a hawk. I'm watching it more than Oprah and Lindsay combined. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Wait. Consider it done. You know her assistant, Matt. I'm obsessed with him. He is the fucking best. Like, why is he dressed so formal? He wears a three-piece suit to work every day for a drunk person to tell him to go away. <laughs> it's like so heartbreaking. Um, he is the best. He's always sweaty and always in a three-piece suit. He's just, I don't know. He's captured the heart of America. Matt, we're rooting for you, hon. We hope you get that five and five. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is an assistant that would tell you that he is the assistant that tells you to consider it done. I like, know. He is why isn't he my assistant? I'll tell you why, because I don't have millions of expendable dollars. What is Lindsay Lohan's net worth, by the way? Um, that's something that you think I would know based Hold on, on this, <laughs> this call. You think I'd know that, but I don't. Siri, search the web for Lindsay Lohan's net worth. Here's what I found on the web. Mm. Okay. I'm over on celebrity net worth. Oh my God. (laughs) What is it? Guess what it says. I'm like nervous to guess like two to four million. You should be nervous to guess with that guess, my boy. (laughs) (laughs) That was a totally awful guess. Okay. Now we are going to have to go lower. Lower? Yes. What? (laughs) I hate to shatter your world like this, but why do you think she, why do you think she's doing this show? First of all, so I didn't expect to call and have you completely shatter every, I I thought this would be a fun phone call. I I know, hon. I know, but it's like Ayanla says, you're not going to like me all the time. Okay. Oh, my beloved. My beloved. Lindsay's net worth, beloved. <laughs> it's the exact opposite of Ianla's spirit. Lindsay Lohan's net worth, my beloved, is $500,000. <laughs> now, that, that is according to CelebrityNetWorth.com, which I'm told by friends who are on it. I'm not there yet. Okay, I'll be honest with you. If you're going around searching for me, don't get your little hopes up, my little friends. But Lindsay, oh God, you know, I was just going to ask if you were on it. I, you know, I don't think so. I don't think I'm in that league. But anyway, yeah, five hundred thousand. But yes, I've heard that it's not accurate at all. But I wish. Oh my God. I don't know. Um, that can't be accurate. Not for Lindsay. I mean, I know she, she does have forty boxes of clothes. In each uh, of her house. That's, I don't know. Uh, man. Anyway, well, yeah, I'm not in it. Okay, I don't even come up. There's no result. <sighs> Me neither. That's why, that's why we love you. You connect with us. You, you know, relatable, relatable, relatable. And if I promise <laughs> you guys now, if I make millions, I'll give it all away just to remain relatable. JK. You're the one you're not in it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in it because Matt isn't your assistant. Matt, I need you. Listen, Matt, if you're listening, I would treat you so good, Matt. I will never <laughs> swear at you. If I move, I will expect for you to move the boxes into my home. And I will not be outraged by those boxes appearing at my new home. Okay, Matt. We need you, Matt. 
what was your all-time favorite moment from Lindsay? Like, if you can name one I moment, mean, that was the best. God, there's a bunch. First of all, I loved the episode where she wouldn't even come out of her room. And it was just, I think it was the second episode. It was all Matt. Um, mm-hmm. I additionally loved when she was talking to AJ Rockefeller <laughs> or whatever her <laughs> name is. <laughs> AJ with all the makeup and hair and everything who's supposed to be a life coach she was talking to her and she asked her something and AJ like sidestepped the question because she's scared of Lindsay which Ayanla would never do okay Ayanla would represent so hard all over Lindsay and I want it so bad <laughs> but anyway AJ she she sidesteps the question and then go Lindsay's like answer the question I asked you a yes or no question you didn't answer it and it's just like it's just so crazy. Like, I don't know why I just love that. She was like, it was a yes or no question. Therefore it needs an answer of yes or no. And it's like, she's, it's so inconceivable to her that someone might work outside of the realm of how she frames something. But, I know. <laughs> um, it wasn't the question like up or down or something. I forget what it was. It was something about it was how like something really stupid. Yeah. Oh, but, um, I also really enjoyed how she was with Oprah because I felt like she was suddenly like a schoolgirl on her best behavior around Oprah. Whereas with AJ Rockefeller, she really like went for the jugular whenever she felt like it. Um, so I guess that's it. I like the, I like that in every I would say every 40 second span, Lindsay had a different cigarette in her mouth and she would not finish a full cigarette. She would light one, put it out, light another one, maybe smoke that one to the end, light another one, relight the first one. Like the whole entire show was just a Russian roulette of cigarette after cigarette. I thought you were saying like different cigarettes, like one, she has a Virginia Slim, one, she has a Marble Red. That would be amazing. (laughs) She should do that. So they're all Parliament. (laughs) One's a Parliament light. One's a regular Parliament. One's a Camel light. One's a regular Camel. It's like, what is she doing? How does she even have this much variety? You know, when I used to smoke, I used to smoke and I loved those little fancy cigarettes, the Shermans that Fantasia's. Oh my God. Even the name, Nat Sherman Fantasia's. They had the gold filter and they were different colors. The paper, I probably, and you know, Oh my God, I know what you're talking about. And I would bring them to parties and feel like a magical person. And people are like, Oh, they're drawn to you. Oh, let me, may I touch your (laughs) cigarettes? Good lady. Oh, (laughs) where did you get those? Um, I can't remember. I guess they were, I don't know. I think they sold them where cigarettes are sold. Where do people buy cigarettes? It's been forever. A bodega? I don't know. Oh, bodega. Bodega. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> don't smoke though, guys. It's really a nightmare. If you are a smoker, uh, just make a list of all the down things about it. Like you stink. Your teeth are yellow. You're going to have premature aging. You're going to have coughing. You're going to, for me, the real realization for quitting was like, oh, I think about death all the time. And if I quit, I won't. Because if I smoke, I'm thinking about cancer constantly. So it's just such a relief. I'm a, a drink relief. smoker. Like, uh, I smoke yeah. when I drink. Yeah, yeah. That's a nightmare also. Mm-hmm. The worst. Because then I smoke 40 cigarettes. And the next day, I feel like a circus took place across my body. You know who's a maniac? A person who smokes Marlboro Reds. What are you doing in your life? Oh, my God. 
I don't, I can't even, like, my brain won't even retain the word Marlboro Red. You know like, how, I can't even fathom it. like, do you know how heavily tobaccoed a Marlboro Red is? It's like, after you smoke one, your face feels like someone rubbed a handful of chocolate pudding on your face. <laughs> that's how, <laughs> that's how dense the tobacco is in a Marlboro Red. It's just unnecessary. <laughs> I will say, though, that, like, I really do feel like smoking and, like, the marketing of smoking and watching like celebrity smoke really is like a real thing. Mm-mm. Cause I'm telling you, like I only smoke when I drink, but watching Lindsay smoke, I was like, huh? No, cool. you like, stupid <laughs> dummy. Don't do that. She's a mess. Oh my God. No, no, no. How are you saying that? You just went through like what a disaster she is. Then you're like, huh? <laughs> don't be a bird brain okay i need you to really use all your faculties and just really think it out <laughs> so i'm broken by media oh god <laughs> you, you can't just say that you can't just walk around and say that that's such a cop-out <laughs> media broke me give me 10 packs of cigarettes please <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Watch Ayanla and then just go get you a fucking fun. I was going to say sassy, but I hate that word so much. Get you a fun <laughs> lip color and just do a penetrating stare and you're all set. That's who you need to be influenced by, Ayanla. <laughs> you know what my favorite thing is about you? you I, that, of that woman's name that I can't say, that you actually pointed out that I never even <laughs> realized. What? I love that when you. I can't. I physically can't say her name. Iyanla. Is that it? Yes. Iyanla. I love when she like <laughs> when she gets down really low to like help someone or like plead with them to like fix <laughs> their life, and then she can't get up. <laughs> she does get up, but she just they always. It's a weird editing thing. Like they always show her journey physically. Like they always show her walking out of frame. And for some reason, my boyfriend pointed it out, and it made me start laughing every time. Oh, listen, shh, listen, shh. shh. What's that? That's the, what sound, is that? that's the sound of spring water being poured from one glass bottle into another glass. <laughs> that is so celebrity. <laughs> You're broken by society by for doing that. <laughs> Listen, I've read about waters, okay? I've Googled waters. I've searched around about waters. And what I have found is that Los Angeles water is deemed not good. Really? Yes. Is it brown? No, but it's just deemed to have nasty shit in it. And some cities have good water. Where was it? There was somewhere that I was that I was like, this is a shitty city, but they have great water. (laughs) I can't remember. (laughs) It's always one or the other. You can't have it all, ladies and gentlemen. You can't have it all. Thanks for joining me tonight. (laughs) And everyone, please leave through the doors on the right and the left. (laughs) (laughs) I live in Cleveland, which is the shittiest town. Cleveland! Wait, you might be the city. I swear to God, because I was in Cleveland Heights. Well, I'm Cleveland, technically Akron, but I just say Cleveland because people don't really know what Akron is. But do you know Cleveland Heights? Is that far? Yeah, I do. Okay, I performed there and it was at a place called the Grog Shop. I know it was it was all the like the buzz that you were going to be at the Grog Shop. Everybody here loves the Grog Shop. Oh, that's so funny. And there was people skateboarding out front, which I thought was a nice touch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very seen in history. 
<laughs> anyway, y'all, this has been so much fun, but I do at this time have to hop on my motorbike and head out to the valley. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever you need, consider it done. I'm oh, I that, love it. So. You've got the job. Um, my, my tooth is sticky on one side, a sticky tooth situation. My dentist acts like, Hey, I don't, you know, doesn't sound like anything to worry about. I say, well, let's try to worry about it just till we know if it's not. All right. <laughs> Bye friend. Have a wonderful 2014. Okay. You too, Chelsea, consider it done. Guy. Working the catchphrase. Hashtag consider it done. Hashtag 2014. Hashtag marital mackerel. How long have you been from Chelsea. Chelsea? Hello. Oh. (laughs) You are beyond chipper, my new friend. How (laughs) are you? I am. I'm good. I'm at work right now. Mm, I love work. You do. Oh, well, I'm sure it's enjoyable for you. Mm, I just love when people are at work, and I know they're at work, and there's that element to their call. Yeah. Oh well, I think I have an, a customer pulling in right now, but maybe they're turning around. What? Oh, oops. I might have a customer pulling in. Oh. Oh nope, man! Nope, just kidding. Where do you work? Not a customer. Where do you work? I I work at a dry cleaner that my parents own. Oh, dream! <laughs> <laughs> and I really, you know, I can't, I can't get much better than this, you know. Um, wait, it's crazy coincidence. I need to go to the dry cleaners today, but I rushed here to do this podcast and said, "Isn't that a crazy world we live in?" In which? Wow, indeed. Yeah, and here's a question for you. I have a leather jacket. Is that relatable? It's very, very soft. Hopefully also relatable. I stanked <laughs> I stanked it up. I stanked it up, and I want to take it to the dry cleaner, but can you dry clean leather? Well, I don't know about uh, other dry cleaners. For us, we have a specialty service that um, picks up leather and cleans it at their facility. But have they ever fucked so, up any leather before? Um, well, we just don't, I don't, I don't think so because it's like a, it's a specialty thing that they focus on. Mm-hmm. I guess there's probably been, um, maybe like color. This is so boring. No, 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 <laughs> like no. It's bleeding. riveting. Um, there's been like, color. Uh, if it was like a colored leather, they could have lost color or something. Oh my God. Hell no. You probably should just buy another one. That's the best recommendation. Yeah, that's smart. (laughs) Well, any other dry cleaning tips that we should know about? Like, is there, have you ever seen anything disgusting? Did anyone bring in something covered in blood and just nonchalantly drop it off? And you're like, Um, there's a lot of like old people peeing and pooping their pants. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, they'll say, I had, you know, there was an accident, um, or they'll bring it in a bag. uh, What do you do? Do you have, like, a hazmat suit for those occasions? We have have gloves, uh, they're gloves, or I'll just be like, hey, Dad, 
you need to take care of this and he'll soldier through it. He'll come pick Dookie off a pair of slacks. (laughs) But my question being like, when you're dry cleaning shit stained trousers, what is physically happening? Do you spray a chemical on it that dissolves it or how does it get clean? So dry cleaning is not dry. It is, um, it's called dry cleaning because there's no water. Mm-hmm. So it's we have an organic based solvent um, that's like from petroleum that it's like an elongated washing machine and it just kind of gently cycles around. So um, we pre-spot a lot of the clothes that get cleaned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it usually we we pre-spot it or just like take it outside and kind of flick it off if it's usually oh, it's just it. like stains. Uh. I don't. I've never had to deal with like actual like hardened chunks or anything. But you guys wouldn't just go. We can't take this. There are there have been some cases, um, but generally it's just like really sweet old people that are just you know aging, and we we just go with it because we don't want to make them feel bad. A lot of our customers have been coming here for like 30 years. Oh, that's so sad. What if it's, um, I mean, P.S. If I was an old person, I would be mortified to drop off shit stained trousers. I mean, (laughs) I would rather bury them in the backyard and then I like, I'd be scared to throw them into my trash can because I wouldn't want a garbage man to, um, (laughs) presume that I shit myself, which I had in fact done. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> what about cum spattered? <laughs> <laughs> um, Clothing. I, I can't. I can't recall personally of a time where I saw something and was just straight up like, "This is definitely some kind of ejaculate from a man." I like that you're going uh, into like court talk, courtroom talk. You're like, I can't recall ejaculate. <laughs> Is that part of the training for dry cleaners? I mean, has the have the police ever subpoenaed dry cleaning in as part of a criminal investigation? Mm, not, not to my knowledge. <laughs> dry cleaning, Your Honor. So. <laughs> um, see, now I think that dry cleaning is actually fascinating. A lot of people tell me that. Um, to me, it's just another I, day. My, my my family has owned this business for 30 years, so... You guys are like six yeah. feet under, minus all the death. Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we actually clean a lot of dead people's clothing. What does that mean? So like their final burial oh. clothing. It's, it's awful, because a lot of the people will know. Oh, and God. And so it'll be like... This is Mr. Reshke's suit. And I'll be like, Arnold Reshke? Oh, no. Have you ever cried at the job? Uh, Yeah. Uh, A customer made me cry once. Why? Uh, Well, my beloved father made a little boo-boo when he was, um, (laughs) we call it tagging in an order. Yes. Basically, when we're putting an order in our, like, little book system. Uh-huh. And he confused two sweaters. Mm-hmm. So this, like, she's probably, like, seven-year-old woman came in, and I got her order, and it was the wrong sweater. Yeah. And she was like, 
this isn't my sweater, blah, 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 this is my sweater. She could, like, see the sweater that she thought was hers. And I hadn't waited on her before, and I hadn't, I, I hadn't cleaned either sweater, so I didn't know. And she, she went behind the counter um, to grab this other sweater that she was claiming was hers. And mm-hmm. so we're holding um, either side of the hanger. And oh, my like, God. Ma'am, you need to let go of this hanger. And she's like, if you can't fix it, what are you good for? You're useless. And is like berating me over this sweater. $6 sweater. Ooh, and, um, $6 sweater. Shots fired. Yeah, it was not, A, it was an old sweater. And the bill was literally like $6 and some cents. You're like, here not goes 20 deal. Yeah. Relatable. So it was awful. <laughs> and then a very nice customer came in right after her. her and I was like, I'm the worst customer. I'm uh, sorry. Isn't like, that oh, crazy? Okay. Like, I always feel that happens. Like, if someone's really mean to you or something really fucked up happens, the nicer the next person is. Like, if someone's really nice to you after that, that's when you cry. Because you're just yeah, like... Yeah, well, I mean, Ugh. I called my dad. And I was like, Dad, she said I was useless. And I didn't know what to do. And he was just like, You are useless. It's the right thing. If she hadn't have left, I would have told you to call the police and tell her to get the fuck off our property. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Daddy. I love you. He was like, Tell her consequences will never be the same. Which (laughs) is. Well, he. She came back the next day because he he dealt with it and he was just like, Never come back. Damn. People in customer service, I I mean, I feel their pain because I have to deal with it, but Mm -hmm. one time I've. I, my uh, grandmother was dying and my phone stopped working mm-hmm. and I went into the cell phone store and they're like, I'm sorry, we can't do anything for you. Mm. And then I, was, I just was like, my grandmother is dying and I have to be at hospice waiting for her oh to Oh my die. God. And I have to have a phone, which was true. Like I was the one staying at the hospice with her and like, I, was like, oh my I need God. a phone to call my mother to tell her that she's he was like I'm sorry the only battery we have for your phone is store property we can't give it to you oh cool cool human being cool human being um (laughs) but you are an American treasure I thank you for your call I've been doing this this podcast for about 10 hours now and I think it's time for me to rejoin the world yeah you need to go drop your dry cleaning off Mm mmm I don't know if I'll make it at this point, but whatever. Oh, no. I'll do some hand washables. Shout out to Woolite. Oh, God. Oh, no, I do not condone that shout out. Really? Why? Because wool is a dry cleanable fabric. You need to dry clean it and bring money into the dry cleaning industry. Mm. So um, I do bah! not condone it. I condone <laughs> all of the dry cleaners, all the small business owners. That's I shout out all the small. Hold on, I'm gonna give you a cue to do your shout out, and then you do it, okay? So it's gonna be a music cue. There's gonna be a music. You're freaking out. (laughs) I don't wanna fuck it up. You're not gonna fuck it up. It has a very clear endpoint, and at which time you say shout out to and do your shout out, okay? Okay. Very simple. You're gonna love it. Shout out to all my small business homies. I love you, small business owners. Was that was that good?
I do love a family run business. Um, all right, you guys, before we get out of here, I think it's time to remember the people who make driving on the roads a nightmare here in Los Angeles. And I'm probably pretty sure beyond to all U.S. cities. So consider this a shout out to all Mercedes drivers. In a left turn lane, I make that right, I make that right. If I'm gonna make a left in a right hand lane, I make that left, I make that left. I'll drive a Mercedes, I get to do whatever I want, whatever I want. I'll drive a Mercedes, and so I get to do whatever I want, whatever I want. The road is mine. If I drive a it's really not yours. It's really not yours. Road is mine. If I drive a Mercedes, it's really not yours. It's really not yours. Just drive a Well, <laughs> I don't know what just happened why it ended there, but what a banger. What a banger once again. Bangers tour canceled. Miley distraught. We don't know the situation, but um, prayers up to all injured. <laughs> okay, listen. Before we get out of here, I just want to let you know that if you send us an episode and a time code... We are going to be culling some sound effects for the show, okay? So if there's something classic, I know some of you guys are particularly fond of certain moments or little songs that were made up that I do not recall at this time. But if you have something you think should be an official sound effect button for the show, tweet it to me, Chelsea V. Peretti. That's V as in Vanessa. Or to Dustin. His name is at Feral Audio or... <laughs> or Dustin at feralaudio.com. Okay. Give us those time codes and we'll throw some new buttons in the mix. We see how fun this new shout out sound effect is. It's regal. It's imbues the whole thing with a certain amount of elegance, urgency. So it's a whole new kind of shout out. And um, I thank you for your calls today. I've really enjoyed you. I felt that you had a lot of positive giggles. Thank you for your love. Dong. Bong. And also, um, at this time, I'm just strapping on my specialty boots and my helmet here, which I've put some puffy paint on and said a variety of inspirational quotes to myself and heading into my Sports car. This doors fly upwards and. Feral audio.